All right, welcome cult members. We're here. Don't be scared of that first voice you're hearing. This is Mondo Arvizu <laughs> starting it off. Hell yeah. We got a we got a few guys. This is the Criterion Cult, and if you this is your first time, great. If this is your not your last time, even better. <laughs> but uh, we got a few guys to introduce with you. We got uh, Diego the Demon Diaz. I'm still COVID free. What's up? Yes, hello. My name is Ignacio Inigo Montoya Vielma. And he just started talking, but go <laughs> oh ahead, Diego. Oh, my God. That's you fine. Can... He's taking over. That's fine. Go ahead. Finish up. I didn't know it was just uh, Mr. Rude right here <laughs> taking over everyone's intro and shit. Yeah, Mono showed up God, and just yelling at everybody. <laughs> but I'm prepared to kill you now. Oh, because, okay. Uh, yeah. like this. We're really in the streets of fire now. I can fight back. Mm. And uh, I am Jordan Garcia. They told me to shut up, sit back, and enjoy the show, and that's what I'm doing. Thank you guys for listening. Criterion Cold, baby. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, we're glad he knows his place tonight. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, if this is your first time, this is the Criterion Cold. We watch a Criterion film from the Criterion Collection, which is uh, a curator of films from all around the world. They Basically, think of it as like the canon of film. So if it's like, these are what should be preserved forever. Jordan, I just said <laughs> they... Literally, Mondo, I already you warned you. knew your place tonight. I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to get rowdy. So like, they started in the 80s and VHS sucked. We knew it was bad, but we watched it anyway. So Criterion came with LaserDisc. Oh, yeah, baby. You know, because yes, that was the better format for, you. for them. They could put commentary supplements on there and then we came with dvd and now we're on blu-ray i want i'm wondering if they're ever going to do 4k but that's okay well i don't, I don't mind pr- that it seems like they're gonna uh, push back not. for as long as as it's no. you know not I a novelty Blu-ray thing i guess right is, now yeah i think blu-ray is yeah it's it's perfectly great yeah, yeah. perfect standard yeah. i mean well yeah. then you have to start your collection all over again i just exactly i, I would if they do the 4k that happens, that like, yeah. like how much more detail do you need to see than blu-ray like i still I, got my laser disc collection oh just there kidding. you go i'm just joking <laughs> but yeah so yeah criterion collection they preserve the films we watch them we praise them we will shoot ourselves and we'll, well take we don't them. always praise them but yeah, yeah. But for yeah. the most part yeah for the most part so yeah, uh, so tonight is my picks. That's why I'm hosting. I'm but then also, I mean, what do we also watch? Somebody and also then brings. Someone brings a film to the Criterion Collection to bow down, hand it over. Which mine is Criterion. Yes. Will you accept this? Will you not? As because the other because we are all experts. Yes, we're all yeah. experts. We're certified we get paid uh, by them. critics. Yeah. Um, we have a blue check somewhere <laughs> on one of these things. Uh, hopefully, someday soon. I'm sorry. But anyway, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, one of us brings a film to the Criterion Collection to be uh, on the chopping block, decide whether this deserves to be on, in the inducted into the Criterion Collection and preserved for all these film nerds and film Twitter, so they can discuss and not discuss. Yeah, and so they can argue whether it should belong there or not belong there, and that's what we want everyone to do. Yeah. And so you brought some shit today. I did bring. What'd some What'd you shit. bring? Okay, You're so crazy. Yeah. So <laughs> the film, the film I brought. The Criterion film that we're wa- we watched uh, for this episode was The Princess Bride, directed by Rob Reiner. This was a laser disc back in the day, and they just recently released this on Blu-ray yeah. and DVD. So it, was pretty, it, back. Re- it was pretty recently, right? Like, when did I they... think last year. Was it? Yeah. Or maybe early this year. Maybe and, it, you know, it, it's a really solid uh, release as well, the way that they put it together. Yeah, the, the storybook, all, yeah. Yeah, the artwork. pretty nice, yeah. And, of course, you can always expect great art commissioned artwork from everyone. You know, for all these releases, but 
yeah the the princess bride definitely looked great and um so and the film i'm bringing to the chopping block tonight is streets of fire from 1984 directed by walter hill damn yeah, yeah. what so, a pairing what a pairing we'll get that we'll get into that a little later but uh let's talk princess bride fellas as you wish oh <laughs> you love me damn already <laughs> well we have known each other for 20 years so i mean Oh, yeah, as you wish. <laughs> right back at you, fella. I'm the farm boy you fell in love with 20 years ago, pal. <laughs> that NMG like that. shirt like fucking <laughs> caught my guys. eye. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, I mean, if you haven't seen The Princess Bride, I don't know what the fuck you're doing with your life. I mean, this is a film you've grown up with. That, that, that's your cousin's true. seen it. I would feel your like your baby mama's first son seen it. I mean, everyone's it's fucking a, seen this it's film. It's a highly quoted movie too. Yeah, no, yes, quoted sure. all over but, everything and re- referenced in a lot of stuff as well. But so. before we get into it, the Princess Bride is while homesick in bed, a young boy's grandfather reads him the story of a f- of a farm boy turned pirate who encounters numerous obstacles, enemies, and allies in the quest to. Uh, reunited with his true love, and who's up in this film? Like, who who stars in it? I mean, so the true love, Miss uh, was it Buttercup? Buttercup, Butterschnapps. yes, she's beautiful. Buttercup. Yeah, uh, Robin Wright. Beautiful. Before she was the pen. Yes, before and, she was Robin Wright pen. She's yeah. not Robin Wright pen anymore. Yeah, through divorce. Yeah, but yes, before that. Beautiful. And then we have uh, Wesley as uh, uh, Mr. Clay Elwells. I don't know. Carrie, 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 whatever. And then, uh, <laughs> sorry, whatever. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Humperdinck as Chris, and Humperdinck, Chris Sarandon. Am I the only Chris one that thinks Sarandon. he looks like a Ruffalo kind of? Um, no, a little he, bit. I, I he does now, now more so. I see I Ruffalo like... for whatever reason whenever I, I look at that fool. But then <laughs> okay. we got we got all you savage heads out there. Yeah, Mr. Fred Savage. Yes, yeah. yeah. Pre uh, Wonder Years, I think, and then yep. Mr. Columbo, Peter Falk. Yep, we yeah. got a we that... got we got a straight up Columbo Wonder Years crossover. Yeah, we'll never get anything like that again. Never. Thanks, Rob I mean, Reiner. I mean, I, that sh- episode should exist. It should. Columbo yeah. and they should have killed the, the older Years. brother, and Columbo has to figure out who killed him. And it turns out it was Fred Savage. <laughs> who stole Winnie's virginity? Was it Savage or his brother? <laughs> Whoa! All right, <laughs> who else is in this movie? <laughs> um. That's all I wrote down. Honestly. Well, Christopher Guest. Oh, Christopher the, Guest, the great Christopher Mr. Guest, yes. who's also a director. This is Spinal Tap, who's on the Criterion Collection. Yeah, we have uh, the great Wallace Shawn, who's also in the Criterion Collection as well. Mm-hmm. In uh, my dinner with Andre. Oh yes, yes, Andre yes, yes. the Andre Giant. 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 Not, not just my dinner with Andre. What's that? They have that box set, right? Uh, he has the Master Builder, which they yeah. both did. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, I believe that's what it's called. Yeah, it's also builder, a play yeah. that they did. Yeah, that was. Re- Kind of recent. So. R.I.P. Andre the Giant. Yeah. Billy Crystal. Did we already say Billy Crystal? Billy Crystal. No, 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 yeah, Billy Crystal. No, but I mean, yeah, but there is quite a few people. I just wanted to. I just yeah, wanted to a, mention. Yeah, star cast. Yeah. 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 yeah there's totally a loaded. lot of. There's a lot of. Yeah. There's definitely a lot of characters in this. And I just want to actors. mention because as someone who um, pretends that he is a writer mm-hmm. and would like to pretend that he's a writer, a Rob Reiner is mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but William. Goldman wrote this, who is one of the greatest screenplay writers yes. of all time. He, yes. This is based on his book on as his well. Book, he wrote yes. a book. He wrote this, this book. Yeah. He, did yep. he wrote the screenplay for um, what's the Watergate film? Oh, All the Presidents. All Man. the Presidents. He Man. also wrote um, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Oh, okay. Which okay. It also, if you watch that film, you can kind of see the back and forth. 
mm-hmm. that this has. You know that's, what I mean? That's it, something, yeah, 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 that's yeah. something I definitely noticed about it's very this, sharp. this watch. Yeah, it, yeah the dialogue is super sharp, yeah. witty. Yeah, that repartee um, is... You know, like... Obviously, it's not how people talk, but that's right. that's that's the thing, you know. Like you want to be taken somewhere else. Yes, you you, know? you really want to know. You really want to feel those ums, characters. Ums, likes, you know. Yeah, these especially people in a know film how to like talk. this, like an Aaron Sorkin kind of deal, right. you know, where these people just talk this certain way. They work this certain way. They're these kind of right. people. Not everyone has a monologue, mm-hmm. but they do have witty comebacks to yes. each other. Yes. It's not like yeah, like Aaron Sorkin. Literally, every character has some huge monologue mm-hmm. that they have something to say. It's yes. so serious, but here. The dialogue is mostly just back and forth. Yeah. They're just, and that's what Butch Cassidy feels like. It's just always yeah. snarky. It's just very mm-hmm. um, sharp. It just goes back and forth in a way that, again, it, it's obviously not natural. We're not all sharp and witty people that are constantly going <laughs> yeah. back and forth to each other. We're not yeah, all dealing I mean, with these kind of talking people, about yeah. that. Like a favorite scene of my, uh, you know, uh, Wall, uh, Vicini, Wallace, Sean, um, that back and forth when they are. I'm sorry, what's his name? Uh, Carrie Ellis, um, when they're taking the poison Wesley, scene, yeah. right? Yeah. And, yeah. and he's just like trying out with him, like yeah. which which cup has poison, right? Yeah. And then just that... like, back and forth. And he, it's mostly him just going yeah. like back Explaining, and forth with himself, yeah. Ex- you know? Yeah. And I, <laughs> I just love that scene because yeah. it, it goes on for a little bit, but it's it's good. Like, yeah, that's, well, it's that's engaging one of those, you know? that's like, one of those scenes yeah. that, that like has always stuck with me, you know? Yeah. Like, and then seeing it this time is where like, you know, he's really going into detail and like his whole thought process and it's like so crazy. It's like yes. what the fuck is it? He's like, But you didn't think of a Sicilian would do this, yeah. you know, like Exactly and you know how the poison cups and all that stuff. But yeah. yeah. And that's and, and that's the thing, it's just because he's so caught up in his own shit mm-hmm. yeah. his own bullshit going back and forth that there's that of course wesley knows what he's gonna do yeah of course he knows what he's, he's gonna pick because it because as he says he knows he defeated all these people of course mm-hmm. he's gonna defeat yes them. Yeah. yes but i think that's all goldman baby that's what goldman's about and th- another thing i love that goldman did here is that he's just like hey He's all, hey, you bunch of stupid jocks, you bunch of sick Fred savages sitting around wanting to listen to sports. <laughs> you need to read a book. Yep. Like, yeah. Like read. A, I did, literally. This yeah. is one. Of, I think watching this again, I never got this. You know, it's been such a long time since yeah, I've seen this too. film. Yeah, me too. Seriously, it honestly feels like this was the first time I've seen this film. Same here. You that, know, that, that's like, what I'm gonna get to. Like, I've when, always, was the last time you guys I've always watched, watched it, it from apart. Or I caught it from like you know I've never saw it beginning to end or with commercials yeah, like or I saw same. something like same. I, you know it never started from the beginning or it started from the beginning I saw it to a certain part or I saw it from the middle or the third you know like yeah yeah this yeah. is the first time I really feel like I watched pr- the Princess Bride right and if I, it's the first time I feel like I got something out of it like I said mm-hmm. watching that and being like oh William Goldman is literally like being like hey read because mm-hmm. you could literally find imagination and like basic yeah, things in how, stories because and, how and, is fred savage in the beginning he doesn't yeah. want yeah, he doesn't want he doesn't that. want to talk to his grandpa he mm. doesn't want him to come over yeah. he doesn't want to hear like, about kissing he does because he knows he's going to get a boner yeah. in front of his grandpa <laughs> he doesn't like was this <laughs> story have sports this does film this... aged great like it's just that it's totally relatable to today with kids mm-hmm. being stuck behind their phones or tablets yeah, even, more that, so. you know? yeah. even more it's so yeah. like, it reminds me of me and my kid i mean she's she does like to read but maybe one and a one and two months she should no, the older no, kid. The older kid. <laughs> she's one in two months, Nacho. Yeah, Nacho's I mean, like, read, damn it, as soon as she was born. <laughs> why can't you read? <laughs> she's not even really forming words yet, and you want her to... No, but, like, you know, she she likes to read, but I, like, I she, I, I asked her today, actually, have you seen this movie? And she was like, I don't know if I have, but it's something that I'd want to, like, sit her down and, like, maybe get her... 
Although she does like to read, I think she doesn't maybe do it enough. And like mm-hmm. maybe this film can kind of inspire her. To, you know, it's not. It's gonna inspire her to watch more films. You don't need all these film. electronic bullshit. Right. Well, well hopefully both. Behind, you know, mm-hmm. like you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, because he was saying it'll inspire her to watch more films. But hopefully both. She'll appreciate we'll read books and watch yes. films. Yes. Yeah, no, appreciate of course, of course. a film because it gave her the idea to read a book. Because she's like, oh. Watching movies yeah, can yeah. have these other themes. They're not just these fun things to sit back and watch. Because, you know, if you could watch a book after watching a film, I mean, mm-hmm. that, because literally that, that made me, I read books, but yes. that really kind of was just like, oh, I was like, yes, like, I want to show this to younger people and be like, yes, watch this film because you should read a book. Right. Mm-hmm. Imagination yeah. is yeah. wonderful. Yeah. Like, like, stop, get off your goddamn phone. Yeah. Like, don't exactly. worry about likes. Like, imagine, like, it, it's it's a lot better in your head. Trust me. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> like I was saying earlier, the Fred Savage character, he doesn't want his gra- grandfather to come over. He doesn't want him, like, oh, he's going to read him a book. Oh, does it have sports? Does it have these things in it? And the grandpa tells him, yeah, it has adventure, sports, like, revenge, like, all these things. Yeah. Like, you know, it has everything. Yeah, everything you could kissing. want in a story. <laughs> You know, and right. Fred Savage, like, you know, as it goes on, like, he's like, oh, I don't skip the k- kissing parts. But, but as it all, goes on, like, he doesn't want thirsty for it at the end. He's like, like and oh, he's I invested. I mean, those are his wonder years. And he's <laughs> and then, wondering. But he's also, he gets invested. He's like, oh, Wesley wouldn't do that. Or uh, Buttercup wouldn't do that, you know. And you realize, yeah, he sh- well, let him read. Let him finish the story. You know? yeah. He's just getting excited Shut about fuck up, about reading, yeah, you know. for sure. And then, yeah. But, I mean, that's great. Like read a book like, that's one of the that's always that's one of those things that's always stood out about the princess bride is well, the the story like that um that he's Columbo, reading Peter yeah, Falk is from, reading yeah. the story to fred savage I, I think it makes it it lets you focus on the story and to sort of uh, jump back from those things and where where fred savage is like well wait a minute like, what do you mean he doesn't die? Who's, what do you mean he dies? Yeah. Who's going to, you know? It, yeah. it sort of lets you, instead of if you just watch that clean without those story, without someone telling a story to a little kid right. who's able to, like, kind of interrupt it, it, it might have not been as uh, impactful because it would have just been a, a, a story, which is, you know, a regular theme about true love of uh, this guy. Yeah, who, the fairy tale. But, yeah. Well, but at the same time, you know, this fool would have been canceled if he would have been doing that shit today. You can't just start showing up, pretending you're a pirate, uh, to kidnap your ex girlfriend mm-hmm. and then don't tell her right away and just pretend you're gonna hit her and then be like, well, hey, I'm, 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 <laughs> as a matter of fact, um, I'm your ex, but you just threw me down a hill, so I'm gonna tell you. You thought I was weird. dead. You know? Yeah, but just I a very am. strange. But, it's just sort of one of those things, like a movie thing, where it's mm-hmm. just like, oh, you don't need to drag this out. Can you just tell her that that, that you're Wesley? Yeah, you're Why Wesley. You just, you're the farm boy. Like, yeah. of course, like be, let her know right away that you're the person going after to save her. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, but it, it also kind of has that. The same thing in the Streets of Fire, where he's mad because he thinks that she's with somebody else and that mm-hmm. she wanted to be with this other person. Where it's just sort of, you know, she didn't want to be. But it's where you're that young guy, and you're like, and you're, you're just dumb. You're making, yeah. you're making your own stupid decisions. Where she's doing this, I'm doing that. Wesley's or... a lot more romantic than the Streets of Fire yes, guy. Yeah, Streets of Fire guy yes. is just horrible. But but in terms of yeah, it's just kind of that that crazy romanticism where a lot of I think. You know, people don't want that now. People don't want a guy like that who's just going to be like, um, you know, what is it? Uh, what is the thing? As you wish. 
Like mm-hmm. they 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 really want someone who has personality and stuff. And and he does obviously later on. Uh, yeah, not yeah. when he's the farm boy, but when he becomes the the pirate guy and he's yeah. he's he's a swashbuckler. He's kicking ass. Yeah, he's, he's doing learned stuff. things. He's yeah. like you know he's taking in the world. He's more worldly. But she fell know? in love with him when he was just some fucking little dork saying as you wish. He had no personality. Yeah. So well, it's, it's like no it's, girl really wants some dude guy, to do that. That's the guy who who you are in high school. You have no fucking personality. You're just kind of like that's true. Fall, yeah, yeah. Like you're just falling at these okay. women, these girls' feet because you think there's something, I don't know, special or. Like, I'm not you saying know, that she's not special. What I'm saying is that it's no, I'm just not strange. saying that. Yeah, either, yeah. I'm just know? saying it's strange that she would. Um, but when you're a guy and you don't know how to talk guy. to women, you're just kind of like you're just so like you're just a farm boy. Yeah, you're passive. Just, you're just yeah, that farm you're boy. You're just gonna you know? do basically everything. That it's they... obviously a fairy tale, so I'm just kind of nitpicking at this. But I'm just trying to say. Well, I'm nitpicking that back. What I'm saying is that <laughs> as a lonely farm boy myself, <laughs> never has there been a Robin Wright, you know, telling me to do things. Yeah, it's usually and just you're a just man. gonna do them. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, it's you're usually that farm like a boy. big man. Because you want to please this person, <laughs> and oh that's the thing you learn is you don't please these women. You fight back. You be a jerk, and then they'll fall in love with you. Yeah. yeah. Well, Princess Bride is a classic. It is very much a. It, it's one of those movies. So when I was younger, I always think of it as in terms of when I was younger, and you know, all the it was mostly boys in my family. And we we were watching movies, and everyone was around in my grandma's house. It was always like Ghostbusters, Terminator, uh, Alien, or you know just those movies. And if the girls were able to watch a movie, it was The Princess Bride. Yeah, definitely. And so that was kind of one of those where it was like, okay, I don't mind sitting through this. Okay. You know, I I don't mind kind of as opposed to maybe whatever else they might have thrown on, which you know I can't really think of, but it was. Obviously, this stands out. Pretty woman, still, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That that's what made me think of it in a way where I was just like, ah. When we paired this together, I was sort of like, oh, I don't want to watch The Princess Bride. I saw mm. that shit so many times <laughs> when I was a kid. But again, watching it, like Mondo said, uh, now I feel like I, uh, now that I'm older and sort of watching, you know, movies in a different way. Right. I've sort of what? watched this and I was like, oh, this is something different. It's well, not. I as, love that know, this. I, my fear of this was that it didn't age well, mm-hmm. but I feel yeah, like that was the same. I, I didn't have that issue though. Well, I feel like I, I love it, and I feel that again, like you're saying, like you watch it as a kid, we're watching it as adults now. Mm-hmm. We're men of a certain age, right? We're men of a certain age, and uh, it's just we're we're the man. With it's still six good. Fingers. Like I, I I could watch it and enjoy it. I, I'm sure my kid can watch it and enjoy it with me. You know, like anyone that's can another still good watch thing. This. Like it's. Would- would you guys? Because there was talks about them doing a remake. Would you guys? No. You guys would keep it the way it is. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be mad at any type of remakes or anything like that. Remake all you want, because yeah, this I think isn't precious to my heart, right? You know, like... But also, it's another thing too is that what that also helps really in a lot of ways. It'll get younger people to watch That's the what remake I'm because you guys and just be like, oh, I, I, this is a remake of something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're saying that yeah. no, watch the older one. Used to watch it a lot when you were younger. So I'm saying now, do you think they? that would be diminishing or would it work in its favor? No, I mean, I think it would work in its favor. Every remake works in something's favor because when a, when a shitty Point Break remake comes out, everyone, it makes everyone watches Point Break era. again okay. right. because they're just sense. like, you yeah, know yeah. what? Let me go back and watch this because what the fuck is this? Yeah. When yeah. those shitty remakes come out, people realize, oh, 
I, you know, there actually yeah. was this good version of it. Sure, people go and, f- and it gives it money, and they keep making them. But and there's nothing wrong the time, with that. Whatever. Yeah, majority of the time, that that older film becomes a, more of a cult classic. Yes, becomes it, more it helps it out more. I think. So yeah, I, I didn't even yeah. think of it. So that I way, wouldn't yeah. even. I, I would not fault a remake of this. I wouldn't say like, oh fucking, oh no, you, you can't touch the Princess Bride. Well, yeah, because it, it's, it's gonna be what it's gonna be, and people are gonna watch it, and they're gonna not like it. Everyone who loves the original are gonna right. hate it. But at the same time, there's going to be a younger generation who are going to watch it, watch the remake, and be like, "Oh, well, there's an older one. It's based on. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. well, I'll check that out." And they'll probably realize, "Oh, that one's better." Yeah, because, yeah, compared to the newer one. Yeah, because yeah. how could you not think that this is? I yeah. mean, again, I wasn't a huge fan of it, but it is a classic. You can't say that it's not. So yeah, so watching this again, like when I was younger, obviously I didn't real like I didn't realize the craft of it and the filmmaking sort of and this time i did and it was a little i don't know it was i don't know like some of it felt tv movie-ish to me like because it was all practical the, all no, the effects the, or not what? the effect the well because they go from back and forth from like a stage to like an actual like place gotcha you yeah. know and then also the kind of like um the soundtrack sort of you know the music like that was specifically the, if, it felt specifically if I had made any issue for the, the scene with you know? the movie it'd probably be the the Where soundtrack like, surprise score. surprise nacho <laughs> doesn't like the soundtrack of a movie it's not black but, metal enough yeah but if you like, listen to is, any <laughs> any episodes nacho complains about every soundtrack oh don't wait wait until the next movie bro <laughs> <laughs> but this one like like i don't know the like the the soundtrack the movie like kind of things were just kind of bugged me a little bit you know it's yeah. felt too tv movie-ish and yeah i don't i don't know about like i mean go- that's a reasonable like that's that is a reasonable thing to kind of pick at for this right. because i think in a sense what you're trying to say is tv movie-ish but in a sense i think what what it is it's just trying to be sort of a children's movie yeah like a kid's movie in a way exactly so it's sort of that that vibe because i felt like it was like goosebumps tv show okay you know like the music (laughs) was like yeah it was just weird like the like because you you could tell they were using like a keyboard for these sounds and stuff right right right. i was actually really into a lot of more into the cinematography of it than I ever was before, where I was just like, oh, there's a lot of great shots in here that actually really that, kind of bring out that sort of adventure vibe. That where, where like you said, I, I I understand what you're saying. There are parts where it feels like they're on sets, as opposed to where they're you on can an just actual. Tell they're on you can set, t- oh, and then sure. and tell they're where on the skyline location. isn't actually a natural yeah. skyline, and you know, but mm-hmm. but I don't. I I think that really helped the fact that it's sort of a fantasy. I think mm-hmm. that doesn't take away from anything as opposed to if it was just maybe you know a regular film that was you know supposed to just be guys with guns or something yeah i, I just, that really I just noticed that like a lot that more for sure for sure know? yeah yeah but same here same it here did it, that 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 aspect didn't bother me that it was like you could tell it was on sets and then some was on location and stuff it yeah it did kind of give into that fantasy sp- aspect you know like especially when they're climbing up that like uh, right when he's climbing up that's what i was thinking yeah. too once they he finally gets to the top obviously that's on the sound stage and yeah, they spend yeah, yeah. and they spend a lot of time when they're climbing up the rope you know right. like where it's real like it's yeah so, like and if and it's it's you're like, just like, oh shit like it's they're like gonna 1966 fall. batman where the yeah. shark is biting his leg yeah. and he has shark repellent you know? yeah and that's a really <laughs> good so, like, scene because yes it, it does go into that realness so it gives you that sense of danger mm-hmm. but so it changes to the set because 
you know, the the bad guys just kind of starts conversating with the good guy. Comes like, hey, uh, you know, I'll help you up here so I can fight you. Yeah. So I could really fight you. So it really, I think it it, it kind of switches where you're just like, oh shit, like things can really. There's real sense of danger here. And when it switches switches to that, it's sort of like, oh, it's back to that kind of fairy tale. Yeah. yeah so yeah, it, yeah. it has that good blend. That was, where again, I, I you know, when really I was younger, well, I would have really never well, thought this. like acted out and and written to where the the actors can feed off the lines of each other and you know exactly. portray yeah. it properly. Yeah. yeah. That was another thing where like you, I mean. When when I was a kid, I felt like it's, I didn't know this term breaking the fourth wall, sort of, you know? Um, right, right, right. But yeah. it's like, it's it's telling this fairy tale, but it's trying to do it in a different way, like a little more comedic and yes. aware of itself and all yes. that. You know, Self-aware, where, like, for sure. Ox, obviously, where he's talking to the guy, like, where uh, Wesley, uh, Montoya is talking to Wesley and he's like climbing up the mount, like the cliffs or whatever. <laughs> yes. You know, it's, yeah. it's funny. Like, it's... Like you wouldn't do that in a regular right, you story. Wouldn't do, yeah, that wouldn't you be, wouldn't yeah. bring attention to it, and even or Andre even every, the Giant. I mean, yeah, every you know? time he fights somebody, there's like a real like kind of comedic rapport between yeah. them. He's like, and oh yeah, know. we could start when you're ready. Like, right. we, we, you could just chill for a minute and talk and stuff. And yeah, like, and then even then, how he's just like they're just nice to each other, and he's yeah. like, I just want to say that I really uh, uh, yeah, admire you. Respect you. But why <laughs> well, beats him over the head? His, or yeah. yeah, like the next fight, like with Andre the Giant, where mm-hmm. he's like, uh. He doesn't want to just throw like the rock. a rock at his head and yeah. kill him. He's like, let's do this like gentlemen, basically. Yeah, let's yeah, yeah. Let's <laughs> let's put the weapons down and fight like human beings yeah. with our fists and stuff. Yeah. And like also that, because like, 11, 500 rounds, <laughs> <laughs> which makes more. I'd rather try to do that than get have a rock thrown out my head by Andre the Giant, even though he'd fuck me up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd rather yeah. at least try to, to run from him. Right. Yeah, you know. To. But that's that's why I think, and also too, because they back then you see someone do something. You respect them enough. You're like, well, I can give this guy a chance. Hand to hand combat, right? You know, nowadays nobody. No, that doesn't exist. Nobody cares. You climb up the side of you chase someone. You climb up the side of a mountain. They'll just shoot you once you get to the top. Yeah, yeah. They, they don't. They, they don't appreciate that yeah. you did all that work. No. That nobody gives a fuck. No. Yeah, and, so, and they both try to. They both use their left hand when they sword yes, fight. Yeah, and, and that's another thing about this film that I think Goldman was doing really well too was also being like, there are themes in life that will always sort of. always go on no matter how many years continue to pass it's always those themes of honor those themes of love revenge revenge Mm. the the idea of just again not being a sniveling weasel you know andre the giant they all have that idea of like well we can't just kill her yeah you know they all everyone sort of has except obviously the really bad guys Mm. the ones that die yeah there's a real sense of more morality to yeah the real bad guys die like except for except for well see the thing prince the the prince is not really he's just kind of well every rich guy's an asshole so that's what he is but he's not necessarily a bad bad guy you know what i mean like the, he doesn't Who? like he uh the 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 the, the, the one yeah, who's yeah, trying Humperdinck. to marry humperdinck ruffalo yes yes so, ruffalo. <laughs> mark ruffalo doesn't die but it's well i mean but like, i like that too because that's another thing is that he's also saying life is unfair life doesn't always yeah. there, there's just a bunch well, of exactly things where peter falk says like yeah. oh yeah where's peter the fuck falk <laughs> Well, I'm just Wesley, well, where he says like where is it written that life is fair and yeah. these things happen well because... Wesley it kind of explains it like in that final scene where they're going to uh, battle to the pain right where mm-hmm. he's saying that uh, cut off all these uh, extremities off of your body and then but leave your ears like I want you to be embarrassed yeah. like you're defeated 
but you're gonna be fucking ridiculed like for the rest of your life. Yeah, I want you to life. hear like, these people talk. You know, because he was like the biggest piece of shit. You know, he yeah. was trying to start a war with another land, like another yeah. you know castle and all that. So I think, I mean, that's why he lived. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, besides that, the other scumbags like they died, like Vicini and uh, the six fingered guy, Christopher yeah. Guest. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, exactly. It was just. It was that idea. It, it just had all those sort of basic themes. They're very basic, very basic that yeah. they've used in it's stories. It's just playing with for, all those fairy tale tropes and stuff like that, like William. But in, in a very sort of different way. Yes. In a way that in back in those times they really didn't do. And so to have Goldman do a book like that, mm-hmm. and then to have—I mean, I haven't read the book—but to have Reiner be able to kind of translate mm-hmm. that well enough, I think, you know, as a kid. You know, you're watching because you're like, oh, this is the girls' movie. I want to throw on Terminator, yeah. throw on Ghostbusters. Yeah. Like, I ain't trying to watch it. I don't want to watch Kissy. <laughs> I want to watch all that Kissy. I was in the Three's Company. You guys don't remember? Well, it's I mean, the Wonder Years. That's when I, I was down for the kissing, but I didn't want to. I didn't want my family to it see how like, down I was for the kissing. <laughs> it was too small to you know, like. <laughs> but yeah. So, uh, well, I guess what I want to say for the my thing that I want to bring is that you know Billy Crystal is back and he's <laughs> okay. <laughs> he is in. that was that was one of those things that did thinking not age about well. Princess Bride. He's back, baby. Because one of those facts is where Rob Reiner couldn't be on, couldn't be directing while Billy Crystal was filming his scenes because he was laughing so much. Oh, Which okay. is, uh, I mean, and I don't know if uh, you watch I mean, those scenes and he's just. So what I'm thinking is that so those really funny scenes must have been ruined because you could hear him laughing mm-hmm. because they didn't keep any scenes yeah, that were the funny yeah, scenes. No. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, that, you know, that whole scene was. It's not to say that it's like god awful or anything, it but just, it's it, it was funny back then, and now sure. it's not kind of. It's kind of like he just blamed that Jewish guy. Well, that's yeah. trope, it's funny you know? yeah. when you're like some kid who just all you've seen is funny Jewish kind of comedic mm-hmm. things like that, yeah. and you're just like, oh, like oh Makes yeah, sense. of course, like yeah, no Jews won't bring anyone back from the dead unless you give them money mm-hmm. or it's for out of spite <laughs> yeah that's literally what rob reiner's trying to say that's not what yeah. i'm saying that's what billy crystal and rob yeah. reiner are saying <laughs> yeah and, and that they, was and that was sort of like a weird so i was like oh this yeah. is like a weird why would they make him like a like he's just like why would they make him like a jewish guy like that's that so was strange. like billy crystal's voice like just yeah. choice yeah, but, you know but, like, but that's what i'm saying they obviously cast billy crystal for that for yeah, that reason exactly. which doesn't it doesn't make any sense to make him a Jewish yeah, guy. Yeah, it was that was just really bad. Like those 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 were not really funny. Where you could have kind of been more like standout-ish in like your character. Like and I understood stuff like it that, was Billy know? Crystal, and I knew yeah. it was meant to be funny. But I was, but I couldn't find the funny. I was just ready for that. Like yeah, he was gonna more, play like yeah, a yeah. Jewish kind of guy. Name, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, yes, he's just yes. like doing this Jewish voice. Like you know, he's acting like. That just sounds racist. I'm sorry <laughs> to the Jewish community, but, but he, no, no, no. But Billy but, Crystal yeah, is but, doing that. Saying, but yeah. but you you were you're not like when when you say that you're not saying that you mean Jewish people. You're saying how how they, how the mo- how movies yeah. make it's a Jewish. They yeah. make you it's Jewish. A character yeah. of, yes. you know, like yeah, yeah. And in the same way really that it's bad. just like oh, you're Mexican, and yeah, then like if, if you're, hey, just like, hey, hey, you're like, like you're yeah. like Speedy Gonzalez, you know. Yes, and all of a sudden, it's like these weird things where it's just like oh, well. 
we didn't need some guy in this fantasy world to be yeah, like a that. Jewish guy, yeah. like, you know, like, yeah. yeah. So, well, I don't know. Well, I mean, you know, Billy Crystal, um, he's back. He's been back. Okay. He's got the comedians with Josh Gad. <laughs> if you watch that been on over FX, for years, but no, yeah. no, I think it's about six seasons in. You could check it out on Hulu. It got FX, no, FXXXX is what it's called. <laughs> oh, <on>. oh wow, <laughs> he gets naked. <laughs> All right, guys, but yeah, so. Let's uh, let's bring this in. Um, Diego, what are your final thoughts on this uh, Princess Bride film? So, like you've stated, uh, I've never watched this from beginning to end in a full watch. So this was this was I, I enjoyed it. Um, in terms of uh, the writing and the directing, I can see why this is held at uh, like a high regard for filmmaking. Um, it makes sense. It works well. It's it looks great. Um, the like we said the repartee between characters is fantastic the writing is top notch um the report i'm sorry the what (laughs) the repartee the the rapport between the michael rapaport yeah (laughs) (laughs) he's not in it but uh, sorry sorry so he'll be in the new one he'll be the jewish guy He'll be the new Billy Crystal, Michael Rappaport. Oh my god! We're casting. We're casting here. No, but um, so the first half, uh, the first half was probably the most engaging for me. I really liked that first half. That was probably what made the the watch enjoyable. Um, and then the second half was a little bit harder for me to watch or connect with the characters. I don't know. Maybe I just felt more connected to swamp. Yeah, I don't know. After that swamp, that's when I started kind of kind of like not losing interest but just wasn't connecting with it as much mm-hmm. uh personally um i felt more uh i wanted to uh, see more of uh carrie yule's character as the dread pirate roberts i think i just wanted to see more of yeah that kind of that sounds like a cool backstory you yeah know, like, like you know, that's me the, that's like, me that's my personal that little, opinion that, for sure that, for that sure that's pretty interesting yeah, but you know. i'm gonna just tell you eh. that's fine but that's that's my personal opinion um rob ryan disagrees so does willem goldwin one goldman one of the best screenwriters that ever exists are you one of the best screenwriters no, I'm i don't think so i'm on this podcast Exactly. So oh, we're the, exactly. we're, we're literally we're literally the best nothing that the ever best exists. Of the best. Take that. Uh, uh, I think we're okay. But to finish up, to sum up, <laughs> um, right. it's a great watch. Um, entertaining, engaging. Um, overall, my score is gonna be three point five. Uh, my name is Indigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. That was my fucking was intro, beautiful. and Mondo had to steal that from me earlier. I didn't say beginning. anything. He was talking over me. I think we were recording so when he said that. Rude. Yeah, we weren't recording. I don't then, think so we were recording. When Nacho, he said that. no, yeah, we, yeah, yeah, we were. We were. You guys were all talking over me, and Nacho it hurts my feelings. Hand me a beer, please. <laughs> <laughs> Stop talking. Give your final thoughts. Hand me a beer. <laughs> all right. So I like this film. No, I'm just kidding. Um. So. There's not much to say like, that we've already talked about. Um, the only thing I can maybe ding this movie for is the ding it, ding it. Yes, this, I will a ding car? it. Car. All right, we got not we got a Nacho Dingbat <laughs> Velma. Come on, man, those keyboards. Keep going. That, keep, that, okay, that, you're that, right. That, you're that right. You know that was kind of. Let's hear your opinion. We're sorry. That keep was a little going. cheesy and it's repetitive throughout the movie. But besides that, I mean, too many memorable quotes, characters, witty interactions, too dialogue. Many. You know, it's. It's a movie that aged well, again, because I haven't seen this in years. 
mm-hmm. and I watched it again. So again, it's a movie that I bring around to my kid. Like anyone can watch this movie, and like get you should have watched you know? this with your kid. I don't like, know, you know why you're being so distant from her. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> Wait, like you're, you're telling her, either skills. one connect with somebody. <laughs> Welcome to the Criterion Therapy. <laughs> like I sit her down. Like hey, we're gonna watch this film real quick. She's only true. two, man. What the <laughs> hell? <laughs> Just kidding. No, um, but yeah, no. She's one in two months, maybe. But the other, one, how old's the other one? <laughs> She's twelve. She's a tween. She's the one that I. Nacho, stop I answering him and finish your final thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> this man has gone off the rails. Yeah. Finish your final thoughts. Please, with all that said, man. Please I, interact I, with one of your children. I I love this movie. It's. It aged well. She Same might love this I, movie too. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna rate this move movie um, four and a half rocks that Andre wow. the Giant throws. You liked at it a, that much? Yeah, no, I Good. love this movie. Wow. I love. I just, I just love that it's, it's a awesome. movie that you know, it's you don't need violence and too many sexual innuendo. You know, like it, it's just a too lot many. of that, you, you know, need some, but not too many. <laughs> There's some, you know what I'm saying? But it's, it's a yeah. lot of that, you know, it's just, it's clean fun, like for anyone. So Good clean fun. That one I'm a fan of that. Yeah. I'm sorry, the dad here, but yeah. Yeah. Jordan, I'm, what yeah. do you think? <laughs> Hopefully Mondo won't talk during your <laughs> final box. Will you let Nacho speak for fuck's sake? <laughs> For the first time he's speaking, it's my first time. And you just, me and you just won't <laughs> shut up, Mondo. Hear my final I'm thoughts. My <laughs> Hear my final thoughts oh, about the Princess Bride. Well, hey, I asked him for a beer and he, I got nothing. <laughs> no, you have one. You're drinking it. Shut up. Okay. My final thoughts are well, you know, the set design was beautiful. Let me tell you, the set design, we didn't talk about that. And I'm going to say this for real the set design has that very. It's still very much a fantasy element, so that you know a lot of their suits are sort of, you know, they're they're not fully detailed in a way that needs, you know, they could be sort of TV movieish, I guess is how you're saying. Mm-hmm. But in a way, it's sort of kids' fantasy where mm-hmm. they know kids are watching this and they don't need to see the details in in, in a dress or, yeah, or in their yeah, it's a certain their, aesthetic, like, yes. you know, like but, that he was going for for sure. But at the same time. Because they, they, you know, I think Goldman still tries to keep things gritty, you know, in the script in terms of there's still death, people still die, there's mm-hmm. still yes, talked about a lot. people get tortured, you yes. know, it's a very serious yes, thing serious, about that, thing. and you know, so having that contrast is what something I never noticed or cared about when I was younger. It, it was just sort of like, oh, this is just a girl movie. I don't know what, who gives a shit about this guy yeah. trying to save this fucking girl i want to watch the ghostbusters where bill murray's just trying to get laid <laughs> not trying to like be as you wish he's being an yeah. asshole and trying to get laid and this and then so now watching this it's like i'm like oh okay like this is a, a great theme in terms of like doing something for someone you love whether it's whatever it doesn't even yeah. matter if it's your girlfriend it's just it's just a matter of uh, you know someone that you love and yeah. going out of your way to and we'll do these things a little bit in streets of fire yes exactly mm-hmm. and that's something that you know watching this movie as an adult i'm just like oh okay like this is not just a kid's movie it it is and it can be mm-hmm. and it and it's sort of that that's sort of its trojan horse you know what i mean it just sort of is able to trick you into be like oh it it's just gonna be this sort of kid's movie with on andre the giant and you know was this the only film andre, andre the giant's been in 
I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah, I we, think we, so, we because I don't think I saw anything yeah. else on his stuff. Yeah, I mean, he was he's the Obey logo. That's all I know. Mm. But and he was uh, he was a wrestler, obviously. But <laughs> what I'm saying is that this new I have a new appreciation for this film, and I'm glad that we watched it again. I'm glad that we're talking about it on, yeah. on this podcast, and so I'm giving this four point five. Wow, rats! This is rats in the, in the giant swamp. rats, rodents. The giant rats, the giant rodents. Ra- the giant giant rodents. rodents. Yeah. in the swamp, uh, the fire like, swamp. Fire where he swamp, lies yeah, about, he's forest. like, no, there's no giant rodents. Yeah, <laughs> there's no jumps yeah. on him. Yeah, so I'm giving four point five of those because I really they're not do, giant. They're about my height. I really <laughs> 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 about the same height. We're All right, so four and a half nacho nacho size nacho size, yeah, size rodents. Forest swamp. So they're average. Yeah, this really does feel like a classic. It's it's really crazy yeah. because to watch this again to be like, oh, okay, this completely makes sense. I'm gonna probably gonna buy this in the Barnes and Noble sale, which is happening That's now. What I want to do, but uh, till November 30th, you can get 50 percent off on all Criterion Collection yes, Blu-rays and DVDs at yeah. Barnes Go and Noble. Go get some movies in store and online. Exactly. Yeah. Go get some movies. That's a great thing you point out because. This was not a film I was thinking of buying from the Criterion Collection. Just Same because here. Because I, I felt like I'd seen it so many times. Yeah, but why? I really right? had it. And then I watched it this time and I felt like I kind of would like to own it and see the special features on it and enjoy it more. Yeah. Again, I was ready to come on here and just sort of be like, ugh, this is just, yeah. this was just a movie that my all the girls' cousin threw on. <laughs> I don't give a shit about I was ready to kind of. Sort of be bored by it yeah. and sort of just, you know, go against it and, and really talk shit on it. Yeah. But I, I really just watched but, this film and I was like, damn, I, I maybe need to rewatch a lot of those classics that I'm hating yeah, on. Exactly. Because they You're might right. be that the makes classics. That big sense. Yeah. yeah like, exactly. Even, even and now then, more so. Yeah. Yeah. They and, might be the classics that, that they really like. Yeah, they really are. There's yeah. a reason why. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say earlier, I was going to. How much did uh, Rob Reiner pay Criterion to release this film on the Criterion Collection? What do you mean? You <laughs> I think he had to go out of his way? I think they were. I think they know. No, that, no, no. I was. Jo- I'm being dumb. I'm joking around. But yeah, the script by William Goldman <laughs> is like is one of those things where I realize, oh shit, this guy is a writer. He's yeah. Right. Ex- oh yeah, a really great. He, he's writer. one of my yeah. favorite you know? screenwriters. Yeah. I, because of the Butch casting and Sundance Kid screenplay, mm-hmm. like he is literally like one of my favorite writers ever. Because and, that movie could have been so boring and and, and just. A, a typical and but Western because of that wit know. because of that stuff because of him mm-hmm. and because yeah and i think i don't think i obviously i didn't know who wrote wrote this when i was a kid yeah i wasn't exactly. thinking about we're that we're looking at that yeah. yeah there was no imdb when yeah. i was a kid <laughs> but anyways that's one of the things i noticed was the script writing the dialogue you know it's like a certain kind of thing just like as um streets of fire is yeah. And I enjoyed I enjoyed that aspect a lot more because of the writing. You know, he's playing with this, uh, you know, fairy tale. You know, yeah. he's yeah, not yeah. just giving us a re- general fairy tale. He's playing with the kind of like the whole the tropes and all that stuff with it. You know, so I give it a three point five for sure. Like it's a really strong one. Okay, yeah, yeah. But, no, that's I mean, not, but, that's also, but also, but also, it's kind of made me. That's never go. bad. That's one of those things where Nacho thinks those are a bad score, as that's going to mm-hmm. be a bad thing. And no, three point five is. Actually but it's a one of those things score. where, yeah, I, I actually might buy this on the Criterion Collection yeah, Blu-ray. Yeah, yeah. You know, oh yeah, Today. and I'm gonna give you credit here, Mono. You did a great pairing because this is one fairy tale that, and we go to another literally. Mm-hmm. Streets of Fire is a rock and roll fable, rock and baby. Roll. Yeah, 
from Man. another uh another give it time, to us another give place. us your pick okay what is your pick streets of fire baby 1984 yeah, walter yeah. hill from a rock and roll fable another place i mean another time another place and that's exactly what it feels like it's about a mercenary who's hired to rescue his ex-girlfriend a singer who has been kidnapped by a motorcycle gang oh man in that beginning scene right guys just that powerful performance of uh what eileen uh ellen ellen um ames ellen ames ellen ames and the attackers man that was attackers that was that was probably the catchiest song out of the whole movie Um, well let's talk about who's in this though okay so we got a diane lane as ellen oh yeah yeah and then uh plays uh mr tom cody is michael pear and then we have mccoy amy madigan Mm -hmm. and then raven is Willem played by Mr. William Defoe. Defoe. Young baby face William Defoe. Yes, he looks foreign as fuck and <laughs> yeah. William Defoe as that fuck. hair do though. Spot on. And then we have a couple of other fools. Greer, uh, Lee Ving from Fearless. Hell no, yeah. the singer fear. of Fear. The singer of Fear. <laughs> yeah. He is also Fearless. <laughs> but come on, man. And then Billy uh, the Fish. <laughs> Billy and then, Fish. Uh, David Allen from the Blasters, oh, baby. You completely skipped Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis. We got Rick Moranis. We got Bill Paxton in Bill this Paxton's shit, in it. And you yeah. skipped him. I'm sorry, but the Blasters is bigger than Bill Paxton. Sure. I'm joking. But no, Bill Paxton is... <laughs> I completely forgot he was in this film. And it's oh one of those God. Bill Paxton like performances like... R.I.P. Bill Paxton. Well, like, it's one of those fuck, like back uh, then know? where it was sort of his um, weird science kind of goofy yeah, like, aliens yeah, too, sort of yeah. just that yeah. annoying goofy it, guy. It reminded me of his character in The Dark Backward. Is that what it was, that movie? Was yes, it did. <laughs> it did. <laughs> that was like the same did. fucking guy. Like, if you guys haven't seen The Dark Backward, <laughs> we saw don't. it. If it shows up to your <laughs> house, Jordan. run. Anyone tells you to watch it, get out of the house. Really? Get out of there. Really? Jordan, some reason, picked. He made us watch it. It was torture. I'm a huge. I didn't, mind it. I didn't mind it, honestly. <laughs> but it was okay. But was yeah, Bill Paxton. But God who damn. directed this wonderful thing? Okay, so the great. If you haven't heard of, and if you don't know, I'm sure you've seen a film from this man, yeah. Walter Hill. Yeah, he directed the Warriors. Written, written by Walter yes, Hill did. and Larry Gross, his writing partner. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yes, of course. If you haven't seen the Warriors, um, what else did he? He produced uh, Alien. And oh he, really? He produced Alien. Yeah, he produced Alien and Aliens. I didn't know he was that. Behi- he was behind that. Nice. And then, um, what else did he? Uh, recently, especially if you've seen Streets of Fire, Bullet in the Head, they have the same kind of like fighting match at the end with the sledgehammers. Oh, okay. Remember Jason Momoa has that thing like that in the even, if you just seen the trailer. I have never what seen Bullet in the Head. Bullet in the Head? Jason Momoa. Yeah, and Sylvester Stallone. I've never Bullet in the Head. I've never seen I don't know. Oh, that was like a huge like Are you bringing it to the collection? No, no, no. Is that what we're arguing? Should Momoa be in? I'm not, but he's he like does that sledgehammer scene in Bullet in the Head. We should talk about his good movie. We're talking about 48 Hours, The Driver, The Driver, Brewster's Millions, Crossroads with Ralph Macchio. Yes, that's a classic. Yes, yes, yes. yes. 
Another yeah. 48 hours? Don't come at me with no bullet in that. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, that was, like... The great Walter Hill. to this Those film. Those su- sledgehammers. Yeah, well, tell films. me a little about Streets of Fire. Why? Okay, so I'm thinking, you know, we're talking about Walter Hill, right? I just named a bunch of shit there. Mm-hmm. 48 yeah. hours. The Warriors. There's things there that you could have brought of exactly. Streets of Fire. Exactly. I could have brought Warriors. So I, bring it to I, me. I tell me seen, why. I haven't seen The Driver. You could have brought Johnny but, Handsome. I could have brought Crossroads, maybe, or even four, yeah, forty-eight hours. You said, or the Warriors, but I wish you did. Honestly, no, 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 no. no, no. Oh, come on, Mondo, tell you, him. Tell you him. St- tell him. Honestly, Streets of Fire starts off just banging. Yeah, it's an amazing like, start. It's the the first the the beginning sequence, just from like bringing it from the street, like it's all wet. You f- you see the colors from the um. The marquee like shining on the asphalt. Yeah, that is beautiful. That 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 yeah, is no, a beautiful it, shot. Like it, that. Walter Hill knows how to film gritty uh, neon like neon uh, lights yeah. and and Diane Lane singing with oh, her back yeah. band. Yeah, dude, hell yeah. That that is like like perfection. It's oh, like it, you're right. That that fucking grabs your ass. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah, if yeah. this the, the, if scene, the beginning yeah. of this film doesn't grab you, like I don't know what the hell is wrong no it's, it's like, very yeah. catchy the the it's i'm not talking about the song i'm about to talk about the shots right now <laughs> tell him no, 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 i mean no <laughs> but on, you know you, you have to talk about the song exactly. too no the song you have comes, to say the song as it well comes, it comes into play but of course walter hill his like his whole heart was in this film in making this film you know Teenage. like you feel, I feel that, that. I feel you that. feel that right from the beginning like the opening sequence into the song, what's the song called, Mister Nacho? It sounds uh, the song is called uh, "Not Nowhere Loaded to Run." Into the Criterion. <laughs> oh, 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 Nacho's going nowhere fast. <laughs> nowhere fast. That's what the song like is that. called. I like that. No, That's but good. yes. So, like you're saying, so that beginning, it really does grab you in because of the way it's filmed. It has really. Quick it gives cuts. you the feel of the. Of the film, the city, yeah. oh, the yeah, town, right that, away, like, that, right you know, away. You know how everyone's that. dressed. They're, you know, and you know the, the type beginning. of characters that are going to be in that yeah. city. You know the type of city that it is. Mm-hmm. You know the type of vibe that you're going to get throughout yeah. the film. Yeah. And then what? You know, once Willem Dafoe and his gang of bikers yeah. show up, exactly. then you and then the you realize, and then you just see how serious it's going to get mm-hmm. because they wreak havoc on that fucking town. Yeah, I mean, they are like ripping people's shirts off and like. They're literally like they doing, rush the stage just to, yeah they're doing really kidnap like, very Lane. serious shit that it doesn't feel like uh, you know what we talked about in Princess Bride where it's sort of like a fairy tale kind of cartoon for kids yeah, yeah. this feels distress it's like, more of an adult fairy tale where yeah. it's the bad guys are not just gonna well, it's tie telling, you up and say you're a damsel in distress they're gonna like you know well just like assault how, you <laughs> well just like how um, Princess Bride was trying to tell you this fairy tale that you've like seen so many times or read you know it's trying to tell you in a different way. For sure. And then exactly what Streets of Fire is doing. It's trying to put it in a different setting and tell you this same old story in a different way. And I think it does that. No, well. for sure. And especially because, like you're saying, Walter Hill's and the cinematography, Walter Hill's direction and the cinematography really give it this sort of, in the way that the, the Warriors is, it's sort of this like dreamlike quality mm-hmm. where it feels sort of like this video game world. Mm-hmm. It feels 
a fantasy world, but it's it's grounded and it's in realism whole... to where there's a grittiness to it, to where you can see violence that's going to happen. You can see that something might re- actually happen to these people, but there's a very fantasy kind of element where, but of course, the good guy is going to be able to take on six guys and get out. It's you know also I mean? this thing where last episode where we watched Inside Lewin Davis, and it's kind of this Odyssey adventure. Same. And yes. this what Streets of Fire is. It's like it's a video a, game. It's yeah. a video game. Yeah. It's the Iliad. It's got levels. You know? Yeah. Like it's going through this whole, like, you're going through this whole, like, uh, thing, you know, where, like, you're, you're on this odyssey. You're going to another town, another place to get somebody, and you're coming back. Right. And it's it. trying to, and what the Warriors is. Is you're trying to get back home, which the Odyssey is. Yes, you're trying to no, get that's back true. home. Yes, you know? and that, and that's why the Warriors made such a good video game. Yeah, and that's why Streets of Fire would make a good video game. Yeah, yeah but yeah, it's yeah. not exactly. popular enough. And let me just say this right now: this might give away my final thoughts in some way, but I don't know. I'm sort of getting to the point because I love the fucking Warriors. I love that movie. Yeah, like that who movie. Doesn't? Yeah, that movie. Since I was a kid, I watched that and I looked at that as. Oh, I want to write something like that. Something mm-hmm. smart and and exciting yeah. and where it has that still that fantasy element where there's mm-hmm. different gangs that are around the city and, and this gang has to walk through a city and just mm-hmm. fight all these gangs. That exactly. was so cool to me. But Streets of Fire, I it, it really is going up for me. What this this watch for me really shot this up to the next level where I was just like, oh wow. This is maybe better than the really? That's one of those things wow. where, like, you know, where wow. Criterion would least like release like someone's first film, like, yes, you know, Driver or something, or even Warriors, right? The Warriors, and, and they might you know? even do Driver, honestly. You know? Yeah, exactly. Eventually. I'm surprised yeah. they haven't. But seeing, yeah, seeing Streets of Fire, you like, oh shit, like he's like just perfected it at this moment, you know, and it's so like perfect, you know, right? And because the, dialogue, the Warriors is a book. This is not. Yeah. So that's this why, is like a story from their mind. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah. it's an they original it thing. Yeah. So I think that also he sort of, cause this feels like it can, can exist in the Warriors universe. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. so there's a, a New York that has a bunch of gangs that are the Warriors. Mm-hmm. But if you just go maybe over the bridge, there's a bunch of biker gangs that are like, like the warriors yeah gang thing, these cities. but they own these certain cities and there's only two cops in this town for right <laughs> yeah Which might i add too for for the time that it came out in they really did a good job with like dressing the dressing the 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 sets the set design and also mm-hmm. like the yeah. characters themselves i really thought that it sure. stood out like how that, much yeah. time they spent into the characters mm-hmm. costumes for each person like you mm-hmm. know from tom cody to raven like yeah. Everything was fitting for their character, and it made them stand out that much more. Are you, so. are you praising the the setting and all that as well? Is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Did the, you not the way the Nacho? I don't know. What the way does it look like fucking Toontown? That's what I'm trying to tell oh, you. Oh, like, it looks like a fucking theme park. Let's That's hear why it. Okay. No, like, let's, let, like, let, let him, yeah. let him, let him say it. Let him say it. Like, I'm, I'm tired of you guys praising this damn movie because Ooh. the thing is, like, <laughs> if anything, you should have brought fired. the Warriors today. That's what I'm going to oh, tell you. Like, you wasted my time with this movie. That was that was easy to bring the Warriors. I'm just kidding. No. Don't just kid. Say what no, you're no, no. Here's gonna the thing. Say. Here's the thing. I I enjoy this film, but I don't think it's as great as what you guys are stating. Like, I had too much issue with like the the, the dialogue and the the dialogue was horrendous. Or I don't know if it's a script or what. <laughs> but like, dude, like for example, there's there's lines where like you know where he takes a uh, that chick back. Uh, what's her name? Tom Cody. So 
Tom Cody takes the 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 lady who was a, a vet as well, McCoy. McCoy, right back to the bar, and right. she's undressing and stuff, and he comes. So he comes in with his uh, suspenders covering his nipples, and he's like, and he states, <laughs> "That's there, a great look." Thanks for setting them. <laughs> you setting you're acting like that's not <laughs> a good you. look. That's a <laughs> fucking yes, joke. Men, Thank you. men should not have n- and, nipples. And, 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 okay, you know, but the point is, like, he he states, he's like, "Oh, so you're always packing," and she's like, "Yeah," and he's like, "Well, you better not point him at me." Like, just like it, it, to me, it was just a stupid, pointless interaction. Like, like, why are you even going in there? Like, it just it was. It, is this I your had, gum wrapper? No, no. Let him finish. Let him finish. Mapper, but it was just like it just seemed pointless. Like it was just kind of a filler. Okay. Kind of, Let um, me tell you that. Are are you done? Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. <laughs> no, no, I, no, no, no. I'm, no, I'm, I'm trying to be like a dick. No, no. no, no, no but no, seriously, I, I didn't mean to interrupt you. But are no, no, you really done? Okay. <laughs> I have more things to say, but I mean. No, no. Go for it. Go. No, no. Outside of that, go go for it. No, but what do you have to say about? No, especially what what the scene that you're talking about in terms of that. Um, as I had to yell at Mondo the last time in I Saw the Devil. It's informing those characters because both of those characters are trying to show you that they're not going to be uh, in any way uh, sexually attracted to each other. They're going to be partners. There's never going to be a, a... So, you know, he's taking home this woman that he found at a bar. And the whole idea is that, you know, you're supposed to think that he's going to take her back to his place. Yeah, and, and he's a good-looking and, guy. Yeah, and he's a good-looking guy. Oh, listen, hold on, hold on. And that you think that he's going to take her back and do these things... And so the whole time, you know, she mentions that she's a vet and she lets him know that he's that she isn't interested in him. But in the setting that it's in and you say it's Toontown, even though it's not, it's it's a real like gritting, a gritty setting to where they they, they need to let you know that, you know, you're not just going to get a scene where he shows up to the apartment and she goes, all right, good night and goes to sleep and he goes to sleep. Because the characters wouldn't do that. They would just say that dialogue to each other because that's the world that Streets of Fire is. And those two characters are that. And and I think as we talked about with um with Goldman and his dialogue, with Walter Hill and his writing partner, I think they they they're doing the same thing. They're they're trying to create this fantasy world. They're trying to create a world of their own. That world doesn't exist. That that that's not a real thing. People obviously don't really talk to each right. other like that. But that's how those characters are going to talk to each other like that. So yeah, and that's how that's how this world is. Right. Yeah, but the the like Mondo, they already they already set that right before. Like she's not into him. She's into other people you know but what i'm saying they, but they're not they're like not setting there, that he, scene up to 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 let you know that she's not into them they're just showing you that they're both hard asses and that when you need to see them you you you, you just it's just reminding you no no, no, it. no 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 it just it's just reminding you <laughs> that when they go on the mission that they go on that there's not going to be some love scene there's not going to be some they, they need to reiterate that yes you it, know? it's keeping it it's not letting you know that he's not just bringing her there to sleep with her that she's going to be an asset in terms of them rescuing Diane Lane. So, I get it. You 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 know, you you're not you're not into that dialogue of what they're saying because you thought it was sort of unnecessary, but it's not because literally every you know, people who are not really watching this film will watch this film and be like, "Well, fuck, is he going to sleep with her or not?" And that literally has to be a reminder to the people like that that no, she's an asset. She's not just some girl who's picking up at a bar to sleep with. She's literally going to help him 
Yeah. In his journey, she's like a badass. She's going to fuck people up. She's going to do some shit. Yeah, she's his equal, pretty and much. Yeah, that's one of those things that's kind of ahead of its time. And this is Mono's movie, and I'm fucking defending. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is one of those things that's saying it's ahead of its time. Like sure, the woman definitely. partner, you know? That would have like, been, that would have been Charlie Theron if exactly. it was made today. Exactly. Would, she would have played like, that. Like, it's ahead of its time. It's like establishing that this this per, this partner... it. And originally was going to be a Mexican guy, and they were going to think they were thinking Edward McCoy's, James almost McCoy's, yeah, uh, okay. And he was going to make uh, Mendoza or Mendez or something like that. Which look, I would have loved to have seen the Mexican guy because you know we need more Mexicans, and especially yeah. in those '80s movies, especially like Streets of Fire. Mm-hmm. But she does a great job, and I'm glad yes. it wasn't a dude, and yes. it was her at least. Yeah, I, yes. I kind of had a, a little bit of an issue with Tom Cody's character. I I feel like well maybe the acting for that character i felt like it was kind of like uh forced at times almost like he was just coasting through not so much you know and i know i understand that's his character but i just couldn't be engaged with this character i was engaged more so with mccoy or with rick moranis's character because he was feisty you know he was and i like that that he i was his character moranis he's probably my favorite yeah he usually plays more like a meek he was a dickhead yeah and it was great to see him be i like everyone like Bill Paxton was like a feisty character. Yeah, he too. was feisty. Yeah, okay, and, and so uh, yeah. in the Princess Bride, who were the more standout characters besides Wesley? Everybody else, right? It was everyone yeah. else. It was everyone, everyone else. Cool. So, yeah, so they said, "Let me finish." And so in this one, the the it's the same thing. He is that basic sort of prince charming, but in this case, he's the the sort of Han Solo, I guess, is the yeah, best like way to describe him. Yeah, like an asshole-ish. The asshole like... sort of. He's just sort of like, well, I love her, but I'm not going to tell her. I'm yeah, not going to yeah. mention it. Yeah. And that's, yeah. you know, it, he's not supposed to be the standout character in this film. He's supposed to do the job of just being the, you know, well, back then, the, the, the Casper Van Dien of his time. <laughs> but I think he is, though. I, I was reading up on, like, what Hill was trying to do with this movie, and he was trying to create a comic book hero not necessarily from comic books that he had, but just a comic, like a hero. So like the, well, at that time, what, what was comic, comic book heroes? Book. They weren't like complex. They weren't super. They were just that. They were just a guy who either was just like, I'm going to save the world or I'm maybe going to save well, the what world. What I'm saying yeah. is that you can't compare it with The Princess Bride because there's just so you many can. characters. No, you can't because the characters are way more likable than the characters here where, where you can see... You can you can have fans and supporters of all characters there. Well, I w- I didn't say likable. Like, no I said stand out. About Tom Cody here. You know what I'm okay, but, but but see, but I didn't say likable. What I said was they stand out. You when you watch The Princess Bride, sure you true. know Wesley, but the other characters are the ones that stand. Andre the Giant, Wallace Shawn, all the ones we talked about yeah. in Streets of Fire. You obviously notice. The, the main character, but it's ever it's all the other Rick Moranis, it's all yeah. the other characters, Wilm Dafoe, it's all those other characters that stand out. Yes, you want the hero to win, but mostly you're worried about that journey. And again, I, I can understand why, you know, they, they they got him because they didn't need a real personality. They need a real personality for everything else around him. More so that's what made the movie more interesting to watch yes. is the fact that and, everyone else and that it's the same thing. So it's much. literally the same thing as Princess Bride in that sense, in that they're they're you yes, I mean, what do you know about fucking Wesley when you first start watching the movie that he just says uh, whatever he says, the line that he says, as you wish, wish. as you as wish. wish. 
He doesn't. You have no idea what kind of personality he is, and all of a sudden he shows up in a black mask, and, <laughs> and he has yeah. a personality. A That's what I'm saying. Yeah. At least here, you know who this guy is right away, right off the bat. You understand who he is. That's exactly the thing. Like I was watching this film again, and you know, like and just like studying dialogue and how things are said and right. how scripts are written. That's the thing. Like you, obviously, this is not a realistic film like right. it's, it's, it's it's a fantasy, fantasy. Yeah, it's, it's a, a fantasy fable, as yeah. it says exactly. at the beginning a rock it's, and roll it's fable. a fantasy and people not talk, sure a rock and roll fucking fable and people talk a certain way and the dialogue is going to be a certain way so like i understood that and that's one of the things i liked about it is you know like it's it's for the for the you know the character of like the film and all that stuff it's setting up everything how it is you know, obviously, people aren't going to talk about how, aren't going to talk how we really talk, like um, real whatever. You know, right. yeah. you know, and this 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 is that film that took me to another place because no one's going to walk around another in suspenders world. and in a trench coat, uh, <laughs> trying to just fight gangs of motorcycle people. Yeah. It's I'm going to show my nipples. I'm not going to cover them. <laughs> Free the nip. Yeah, exactly. So it's one of those things. Like it's like it's a style. It's and this film is fucking style like yeah it's to the t like sure. from the very fucking start yeah. like you know the dialogue that the characters like they're doing this thing they're doing this story that's told like you know time after time and it's the dialogue is setting is like setting the stage for how this film is being told yeah you know and tom cody being this character kind of being this like stoic kind of personality is not uh, detriment to the film it's how the film is supposed to be portrayed you know like and he keeps on saying like i'm not like good with words you're better with words rick rick moranis how billy uh billy it doesn't fish. matter rick moranis yeah billy yeah. fish you know you, you know you're better with words you're gonna be the fast talking guy that like gets the girl because you know that's your meal ticket you and that's not how say, you know yeah. to do it you know and so that's that's what I like about this film is it takes you to another place. It's not this, um, you know, like it's not supposed to be real. You know, I'm taken to another place. Like, just like princess bride. I'm like, I know this isn't real. Like, I'm not going to do these things or whatever, you know, and how these people talk. I'm taken on this adventure. And, um, and from the beginning of streets of fire from the street, going up to the marquee, going inside the fucking venue and seeing uh, Diane Lane lip sync to all these things, I'm taking on this. So I'm taking on. I'm taking on this journey, and I love it. And I'm along for the ride. Yeah, this journey to Toontown. <laughs> Toontown. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You've all right. Never well, been to okay. So I've been to Toontown, and it looks like this fucking set. Like, <laughs> like it's 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 wacky, dude. I don't. I, don't, I mean. Okay, so you just said it's wacky, wacky dude, game show. But explain why. You why just said it wacky? it's wacky, dude. Why? Yeah, I guess. I guess. I mean, yeah, it's make believe. Like, what do you? What do you guys want me to say? Like, it's it's it doesn't. I don't get what they're going for. I don't get what the plot is going for. I don't get why for. why why does this biker gang take Ellen? Uh, why like why why do they do that? Like, just well, they, why they randomly, would they randomly go into a, to a show? They didn't, random. they didn't randomly. They know that she's, she's a popular, on. She's a popular she's a singer. She used to be you know? from that town. And why do they take... Like, it's she's just, a popular singer. So they take her. And, because, the, and the two cops in the town... They, because cool. Willem Dafoe... Okay, so why would any 
person just kidnap a princess because he's just some power power hungry horny idiot who thinks he could just choose any girl that he likes i don't think this movie's presented like that like it's exactly it's presented exactly like that especially that beginning no but i read what and literally rick moranis is literally he he literally said that this movie is what he thought would be perfect as a teenager that's what he said, and that's what it exactly. fucking looks like—a teenager fucking movie. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Like it, it, it's, it's, and that's like, okay. That, that's ima- kind of okay. Yeah, that's well, fine. That, I don't think it looks it's, like it's, a teenager it's, movie. It's, sure, it's, it's entertaining. That's fine, but I don't think it's that great. Like you guys are praising. Dude, I like you. Honestly, I I can't believe that you you see the first beginning sequence and can't feel like Walter Hill's heart in this whole film. What's crazy is that know? he didn't even talk this much when he brought Drive. <laughs> <laughs> True, because that's what's fucking great. Well, anyway, okay, look. So I defended you know, Drive. You, you, you're trying to say that it looks like Toontown and you don't get what they're going for, but there's really no way to watch this and film and not understand what they're going for. They're going for a gritty... At the beginning, they say a rock and roll fable. Yeah. Another, to me, it's uh, like a well-produced another, another time, another place. Would you, did you, would you say it's more Which, it has again, a feeling of a TV movie? Let me just movie? tell you yes. something yes. right now. No, 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 no. Fuck TV movie. You just said it was a B movie, which is different from a TV movie. Mm-hmm. A well-done B movie is not a bad thing. That's okay, not a bad yeah. thing at all. That's yeah. not a bad thing at all. Because I know a bunch of great movies that I could tell you that are well-done B movies that are fantastic. And that doesn't make a difference. Now you're trying to... Now you... And then, then he said, would you say it's a, a well-done TV movie? And then you agreed with that. So I don't know... I don't even think you know what you think it is. Because it's <laughs> no, not... What, it doesn't what have what a TV movie vibe at all. That it's not... I think, it's I think not an A-standard movie. The, some and of the I, I put it out like clear. kind of felt a little bit TV. Okay. The way he would fade Okay, sure. We, we, we can talk about the fades. Sure. Like that. That's fine. That, but I'm talking... But, but what he's talking... He's not talking about the fades. He's talking about the movie. He's talking about... But but I'm saying yeah. what I'm saying is in general he's talking about the the um the set design all that stuff saying it looks like Toontown which is crazy to me because it literally is the same vibe as the Warriors and you were mm-hmm. just saying that the Warriors is better but it's the same thing I mean Walter Hill is literally one of the best people to have to to have film in a subway or in a fucking metro or something yeah like you know like he literally does it in the best way it looks like chicago like that kind of like thing it looks like real it's a different like it's a different place because just how he sets it up yeah the set design and everything that's going on and like how people are dressed you know like it's it's not i can't like i can't see the tv movie-ish it, I, I don't either like sure you're talking about so, those fades or the, the those things but that doesn't even really matter in the grand scheme of the film as a total as as far as you know the story what's going on and mm-hmm. things like okay. that so you know I, I mean i don't know what are you talking about nacho you're crazy <laughs> you're insane I'm, crazy. I'm sorry i'm, I'm hungry <laughs> well no, I, I don't know i just um this is film, do, like, didn't do it for dude, me. like I like I've seen okay. the Warriors a million times. Like, I love that film. Like, it's a great film. Yeah, it should be on the Criterion Collection as well. Give us your final stand. You know, let yeah, us why know. Why should this be? Like, in terms of you know what it should, why Criterion should release it, and then also you know it's out on Shout. Factory. It is okay. So it is on Shout Factory. It has two kind of documentaries on it uh, walter hill's thing about it and then um 
just like looking back on Streets of Fire mm-hmm. and like some promo stuff that from the back in the day. And it has new artwork and stuff like that. But Criterion is that just that prestige kind of like, yes, sir. you know, like uh, dotting the I's and the lowercase J's. Yeah, and it's like I said, thing. it'll just bring it to you more know. people that, you know, might. And this is one it. of those films that didn't make a lot of money in the box office. And it's one of those films, too, that still to this day, I mean, people know about it, but not, I feel like, how people should know about For Shoots sure. of Fire. Definitely, definitely. You know? Like, yeah, people like the driver, driver, or whatever, or warriors, warriors, of course, yeah. forty-eight hours. But this is like Walter. I just like watching this movie again. This is Walter Hill's whole heart into this film. Like he put everything into it, and it did not make numbers like he thought it would make. You know, it was just one of those films that was kind of like disregarded. And Shout Factory brought it out and stuff. And that, and I don't even think. People even realize that it's on Shout Factory, you know, but this is the film that I feel like should be preserved, seen by more people and realized by more people how great it is. The songs, everything, that, you know, the whole story, like it just it's one of those films that is like Criterion. Um, uh, I don't know how to say it, like Criterion, like uh, worthy, worthy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You know, like it it has great artwork it could have even greater artwork and i i can't understand why it's not on the criterion collection you know so yeah so i can understand why not um, oh okay give me no, give so I'm, I'm just gonna give my two cents real quick all right final thoughts, yeah, from final Nacho. thoughts final, from Nacho. get it started we're voting in the same voting not? it in look, or not yeah look, look so i'm gonna say that it's not that this film I hate it or anything. It's just, it's entertaining. It, it caught, like I said, it caught me from the beginning, like the music and all that. It was good. But just to me, too much, the dialogue, the back and forth between the characters. Like, we want to talk, like, compare it and to Prince's Bride, like, where those conversations between characters were just a lot more memorable and went back and just felt more, I don't know, how could you say, uh, just a lot better, dude. Like I don't know, dude. I, I don't just... even think so. Like I feel like the conversations were a sorry, lot I'm better. Sorry. These are my no, no, no. final thoughts. Look, and look. I'm gonna speak. That's look, fine. Once <laughs> we were able to get Streets of Fire at release on Criterion, we're gonna get that quote. We're gonna get that great quote that he just said right now. So don't worry about it. Let yeah. him say these Go things. Ahead. Yeah, let me say these things because they will never be released. Um, <laughs> now, again. I don't hate the movie. I just didn't think it was that good. You know what I'm saying? So I couldn't do with some of that yeah, dialogue. Yeah, but why? Some of those scenes, I was confused. Like, is this 1950s, 1980s? Is it a mix of both? Okay, it tells whatever. you right at the beginning. Okay, it tells me. I, I another guess. Another time, I guess another because, place. Because I understood that. So I whatever. You didn't understand uh, it. Okay, because I'm you're, an idiot. You're whatever. confused. Okay, so to me, I just didn't like the plot. I didn't like the dialogue a lot. I just. I wasn't a fan of it. They say it's a musical. Three songs, right? Three songs? No, more than four. that. Four. Mm, there's yeah, more there's, than there's, that. I no. think there's four. I think. Oh, okay. I missed by one. Um, but they didn't say it was it a musical. Just, no, I'm just still more than that. <laughs> Anyways, I'm just. It's cool. It's entertaining. Do I think it's Criterion worthy? Worthy? No. 
I'm voting no. Boo! <laughs> yeah, no, I'm going to second that, though. Wow. Uh, because of the little things I brought up, too, like some of the fade-ins, fade-outs. Uh, oh, come not, on, because of fade-in, fade-outs. Hold on, let me finish. Not <laughs> connecting, not, not being able to connect with Tom Cody, although you've stated you know, he, it's not about him. Reflecting on how I felt about the Dread Pirate Roberts, sure. I wanted to connect with that character. You know, it made me want more of that character. So that felt lacking. Yeah, some of the some of the dialogue is is lacking too, but I kind of let kind of let that overlook that just because it would catch up to itself. Again, Rick Moranis's character stood out a lot and I really enjoyed his character and Will the Yeah. yeah. Cuz he's so, playing against type. And, yes, yeah, and I like great. that. That's I like great. when yeah. yeah, I like when actors can show that. They can they mm-hmm. can show their uh multiple, you know, the what they can bring, their craft. Um but you just stating that it is on Shout Factory and what it has, it just solidifies that it's it's best released through that. I oh. I don't think oh. it's Criterion worthy either, um, and so <laughs> I'm not gonna let it in. Damn, this is a first right here mm-hmm. because it's two two. Yeah, and I'm just gonna say, um, as usual. Uh, Diego and Nacho are completely wrong. That's fine. And, you know, I'm, you, I'm really surprised that they didn't just use it's an old movie as an excuse as to why they didn't like it. It's okay. Both of you shut up. Let me talk. Because, you know, I get it. You guys are talking about, you know, you guys just suck the dick of Princess Bride, but then you rolled over here and you're acting like this isn't the wow, same. Don't Listen to me. A, no, 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 no. Don't expect a rebuttal if you're going to talk all this shit now. Well, like... wait till I'm done. Okay, so <laughs> you you were talking about the dialogue and how the dialogue was this and stuff, and it's literally the same type of dialogue in The it's Princess not. Bride. It's the same type of snarky back and forth where there's real, I mean, there's no type of like real character development in that. It's it's just it's at. just characters it's just being uh, snarky back and forth. Princess Bride and Streets, Streets of, Fire. of Fire, and that's and that's why it's so strange to me that you guys can sort of be like, oh well, you know, it it doesn't add up to what should be in Criterion, but then you know you'll bring Hagazusa and or Streets of Fire just... came out before Princess Bride. Yeah, it did. Eighty four, eighty seven, and also it's Walter Hill. Look, Rob Reiner, great. I wonder he's, why he's, it's not released yet. Well, Walter Hill needs you. to be on the fucking collection first. Like, I don't, I don't understand why they haven't released yeah. the Walter Hill. Yeah. Film. Well, Nacho, we need you to bring a movie that we're not all going to agree on, so that we can tell I'm you sorry, what's but up. We're supposed to bring movies that are part that we think is worthy, right? Mm. Thank you. Well, oh. you, you know, you always know that we're going to let your movies in, <laughs> but that's okay, but, cool. but again, so Thanks. Streets of Fire is one thing that's a little different, and yeah. so I get it. You guys watched it. You guys don't really understand how to watch movies. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm oh, kidding. I'm joking. I'm joking. That's a joke. But what? I, so you're. So you were talking about how those fade ins are bad, and that doesn't make any sense. So I'm not even gonna like talk about that in detail. Sure. Uh, you brought Hagazusa, so I don't even know what you're talking about with fade ins. And Nacho, you were talking about all this stuff about the dialogue and stuff like that. But then you were all in love with Princess Bride, where literally it's both the same thing it's both these one-dimensional characters who really don't have much but they have that snarky dialogue and they have those themes behind that so it's sort of the same thing sure there's differences between it you know princess bride is not a class you know princess bride is the classic streets of fire is not that classic that we all know 
fine. But I'm saying that it belongs in there because it's a solid Walter Hill film. It's better than The Warriors. It's literally one of the best films from the time that it came out in. I mean, you got Diane Lane, Rick oh, Moranis. We didn't even talk about how beautiful fucking, Diane Lane is. In, phenomenal. In, in these parts that, sure, you know, the dialogue is not realistic, but it brings in that fantasy world. Look, you guys are wrong. This is some sort of tie right here. This is the first time this has ever happened. This is, yeah, this is so weird. This is I, don't, two I don't know what to two. do. I don't know. So I guess we should just ask the viewers. Yeah, comment. Not the viewers, but the, whoever's yeah, everyone listening. listening. So the this listeners. Is, yeah, this yeah, is uh, this is this is where you guys come in. Yes. No, really, we Watch? should really we should really do something. Yeah. We should do something. No, where I like we, that. Yeah, like we put out tiebreakers like, are done by like yeah. the viewers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we should yeah, do exactly. sort that's of nice. that's actually great sort idea. of like a poll yeah. type of thing, yeah. and that's what we'll do because yes. we're not gonna say it's in or out, but we'll just say it's tied. Yeah, it's tied. Yeah, with, in, with you know, that's the first. This is the first. It's the first. It's the first time that the two people who know what they're talking about and the two people who don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> that's fine. Disagree. We'll, we won't know what we're talking about together. It's fine. It's all right. And when Watch you guys don't Streets like it. Fire. Just Please. know Jordan is talking shit on you. Look, no. For, first and foremost, before we end this thing, I just want to say, well, the thing when these fools watch Streets of Fire, they don't understand that there's a metaphor in there, right? Willem Dafoe, he's got leather suspenders. Yeah. The main guy, he's got those regular, you know, knitted suspenders, just regular material. And it's the fight between leather suspenders and that old suspenders. It's the fight between the new rock and roll and the old rock and roll. <laughs> and I didn't want to get into that. I didn't want to really get into that because these guys, Diego and Nacho, their heads would have exploded. They wouldn't have been able to handle that. But Nacho, I mean, Mondo. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Nacho, shut up. Mondo, wow, take really? us out. Seriously, I mean, this is the Walter Hill film that should be inducted to the Criterion Collection. We all love the Warriors. Yeah. We might have seen Driver. So why didn't you fucking... bring the Warriors? Because I love this film. <laughs> I love this is a better Streets film. of Fire. Ugh, I, I can tell. That. Like, I've seen the words exactly like I've said earlier. I've seen the words a billion times. Same here. But this one, Streets of Fire, I can tell his fucking love for the film. Like, I can tell, like, he cared about it. Like, like on a different level. And it's it sucks that it didn't make as much money or was as popular. Because it was supposed to be, like, kind of like a franchise. Right, you know? and because, you know, people, the Cretans, the people who aren't smart, the people who just watch the regular movies and just don't know what they're I'm talking ready about. To, I'm ready to you know. follow Tom Cody on another adventure. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm, on three know, the, or the four. The fans, you regular fans, uh, we're not talking bad about You're you, real right? fans. <laughs> so, yeah. Thank you guys okay, so much for listening. Thanks. Come Please. back. To, yes. We're going to make you guys vote because, yeah. there. I mean, Streets of, Fire, Streets of Fire is in because I know you guys are all going to vote it in because you guys know. Well, that you yeah. need to watch it. You know, yeah. we'll we'll Everyone see. needs to watch we'll it. See. The casual yeah. mind or Don't, whatever. We'll see. We'll, we'll, see. See. we'll, we'll find out. Soon, we'll find yes. out. Yeah, we got Hagazusa and Drive over here. He yeah, didn't I'll say a thing. That. So, well, you know. We'll know you're wrong. Let's figure it out. Let's say a thing about a good film. It's fine. Let's figure it out. Let's do it. Thank you guys so much for listening. So, I'm at save underscore Mondo at Instagram and Letterboxd. Jordan, what are you at? I am at Young Jane Fonda on Instagram. Follow me at Jody Foster Army on Letterbox, and also please follow us at Criterion Cult Pod on Instagram, and then also at Criter- Criterion Cult on Twitter. On Twitter, really. Again, 
in order for you guys to sort of vote on this thing, we need you guys on Twitter. We need you guys on Instagram. We're going to put yeah, some polls up. Us. Yeah, we're going to get shit going. Mm-hmm. So please, we really want to know. Listen, Watch these movies and get ready to vote. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Nacho, where can we find you? You guys can find me on Instagram at he's off the map and on Twitter at he's, off he's the map wrong at uh, Twitter.com. <laughs> And uh, uh, Mondo just continues to be rude to me. I'm sorry, Mondo. Fuck your movie. Um, Diego, where can we find you? Uh, I love all your movies. I'm on Instagram, uh, MrBeast88, all together. Um, Follow us uh, on Instagram as well. Uh, Follow the pod. And then also rate us and uh, uh, rate us on Apple iTunes. We got a poll uh, coming up, so let's vote. Please, let's do it. Thank you guys so much for listening. Peace out. Yeah. Later. Later.